People have so many different interpretations of what describes the perfect love life. It can be hard to talk about how we feel. Until now, welcome to Pillow Talk with Cheryl, featuring host and relationship expert Cheryl Besner. Cheryl's kind of like your BFF, easy to talk to and frankly honest. Whether it's about love and relationships, sex and desires, she's here along with some great experts. Now, here's Cheryl Besner. Hi, everybody. I'm Cheryl Besner, your host on Pillow Talk with Cheryl and your certified dating and relationship coach. And today, before we get started, I want to thank all our sponsors of the Sexy Lifestyle Network for making this all possible. And stick around to the end of the show because there is a contest for you and you don't want to miss the details on how to get involved and get to try and win that special gift. Today, we are going to be talking a little later about how to transform your sex life, and I'm going to be joined by a very special guest, Dr. Stephen DeWitt. In the meantime, the first thing that I always like to do when it comes to this show is answer a dating question or a relationship question from one of my listeners. So today, I'm going to uh, address something that was sent to me, and somebody said to me, how do you try to get out and about in the social community when you are extremely shy and don't know the first steps on what to do? So one of the techniques that I like to use with my clients who are, are challenged with the same thing, and by the way, not everybody is born super social and super comfortable in that. It's something that you can learn to do, though, and you just have to Challenge yourself to do it and take the risk. And guess what? Nothing bad is going to happen to you if you open up conversation and dialogue and put yourself out there other than the benefits of people coming towards you and having the conversations and then meeting new people and then dating new people. And it's a step-by-step process. So here's the first step. A lot of people, when they go out in public, they have trouble really opening up conversation. So one of the easy things and one of the, one of the ways most people find it the easiest to is to start opening up dialogue in a public setting like a coffee shop. So standing in line, instead of just standing in line behind somebody, get their attention and just ask them what it is they're ordering or what it is that they suggest that it's your first time there. Nobody will know whether that's true or not, but it gives you a little bit of leeway to have that conversation. And it's a natural thing. And then also just by walking down the street, you know, smiles are contagious. If you smile most of the time, unless somebody's in a really foul mood or really not a happy person, they're going to smile back at you. So each day this week, challenge yourself to walk down the street, look up, take your head out of your phone, and smile at somebody. And guess what? They're probably going to smile back at you, and that will give you the confidence to do it again and again. So start with the smile and start with just opening up simple conversation, even if it's to somebody beside you at the magazine stand. You know, have you ever looked at this magazine? I'm new to it. What do you think? Simple, easy. It's, it's, it's easy steps that are going to open up your social work to you. Now, I want you to try and imagine that 
you are going to be on this journey today. And I'm going to take you on a little bit of journey, as I always do, into the safe zone. And it's kind of the same thing that I do when I host my retreats, bringing you into a place where we can share conversation and communicate with each other. And that's why we call this Pillow Talk, because I really want you to settle in and get comfortable. Pour yourself a glass of wine or a cup of tea, depending what time of day it is, wherever you are when you're listening and relax. And remember also, you can also reach out to me anytime you want on Facebook and send me your questions or through CherylBesna.com. Contact me, send me your questions, and I will address them. I also have an 800 number, so you can call 844-744-SOLO, and there I'll get back to you within 24 hours. Nothing is too complicated and no challenge is too big that you can't overcome it. And that's what we're here to do discuss all about relating, dating, and mating. Pillow Talk is about the intimate conversations of life, love, and lust that you want to have. And later on, I'm going to share the, my labors of love technique. Every show gives you tangible techniques on how you can manifest change. And today it's going to be about transforming your sex life. And let's face it, we all want not a good, a great sex life. And you know what? You deserve it. And you're going to find out whether having a good sex life or a great sex life is important to you. And do you think it's a right or a privilege? And that was the Facebook question I asked this week. And I'm going to reveal your answers at the end of the show, along with my inspirational words of motivation and meditation that you can think of throughout the week. So please stay with me to the end because I'm going to share that with you. Now, this week, as always, Wise Whispers from Down Under starts right now with Dr. Phil Morphew, all the way from Down Under. Hey, Phil. Hey, Cheryl. Great to uh, see you there this morning. It's nice and early down here today. It is. It is. I know. We got you up nice and early because there is a 14-hour difference. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, uh, this week what I really wanted to talk to you about and, and the show is about transformation, but sometimes transformation is not just sexual. It's about the way we think and our positive or negative, you know, uh, perception of life and where we are or the world around us. And here in Montreal and, and in Canada, um, it's been alive and, and very boisterous with the uh, World Kindness Week. And, and it is World Kindness Week, so I'm sure you're celebrating it there. Yes. Um, you know, kindness, we often think about being kind to others, but we don't think about being kind to ourselves. No, what is that? Cheryl, look, it's one of the things I find generally in, in, in practice is that people are generally so unkind to themselves. Even myself, for a long period of time, I was probably my worst critic. I was harshest on me than I would be on anyone. And... I think our expectations and whether those expectations have been seeded from uh, childhood or in our DNA, the, the, the ability to be kind to others makes us feel good, but the feeling of allowing and deserving kindness for ourselves. Self-care is critical. Self-care is like oxygen to us. I mean, if we don't have self-care, you know what? Things like having a great sex life will disappear being able to have confidence and to be able to smile at people when you walk down the street, to have conversations, uh, random conversations in coffee shops like you're talking about. Just to be kind fuels us. But the human condition 
somehow says to so many people, are you worthy of kindness? Are you deserving of kindness? And, and I think what ends up happening is I think we find it easier to be kind to others than ourselves. So it's a, it's a challenge to work to. I mean, right. in my own life, you know, it's my self-care has taken a long period of time, always been great caring for others, but for me, I've decided I have to put myself number one. I mean, we have to be selfish in the way of being kind and loving to ourselves. If, because if we're not, nothing else will happen. Nothing else will matter. But being selfish is good for the people around us also. I mean, Absolutely. and even, even when you're going through challenges, like myself when it came through the divorce, and, and you have to save yourself. I mean, think about getting on a plane. The first thing you do is they tell you to put on your oxygen because if you Absolutely. don't survive and survive well, nobody else is surviving with you. So self-care and self-love really, in the end, you can consider it selfish, but it's actually not. It's no, serving it's, it's, others. It's critical. Like yeah. I said in the beginning, it's critical. But there's this mental co- um, condition that so many people have that it's, that it's, it, it's being selfish. And, and I want to put that self is critical to being the best person you can. Coming back into that, coming back into your heart and your soul and your mind. Kindness in the words that you speak in here. Kindness is success. And interesting enough, uh, this morning, I was reading on my LinkedIn an article, and it was written by Joel Peterson, who's the chairman of the board of JetBlue. And he was just at his Harvard reunion, his 50-year-old Harvard reunion. And what was interesting that he was talking about is he was comparing it to his 45-year high school reunion. And a lot of the people in both were the same. And he said, you know, kindness breeds success. And he was saying how people who were kind to themselves in high school, a lot of them are successful in and outside of the business world. Mm -hmm. Other people who were not so kind to themselves and not so good to themselves are not happy and they're successful in the business world, but they're not happy in their life. And then there was the other side to that, the people who were kind and good to themselves in high school and in college, and they're not as successful possibly in business, but really successful in their life. So he, he was saying that success is built on your happiness and, and oh, equates it to your happiness and not your outward success. Yeah. And I think that's really important for people to remember is that happiness starts from inside and success is you being happy. Cheryl, I went past in, in saying that uh, working with CEOs for many years is, was the hardest uh, challenge for them was to learn to be kind to themselves. Um, interestingly, I was walking, walking down the street the other day and I went past a new cosmetic um, uh, enhancement place and the outside said, um, learned, and the, the ad was, learn to be kind and loving to yourself from the outside in. Now, I stopped and I looked at that and I went, really? We have to be loving and kind from the inside out. Because mm-hmm. when we're loving and kind from the inside, we start to glow. I see women that are generally happy and loving in themselves and they are just radiant. I see men that do that, and men look so sexy when they're loving and kind from the inside. There's something, this little X factor, you know, and 
I don't mind looking at human beings. I think men, women, attractiveness from the inside out is just like air that we breathe. That leads me to my quote of the week. And my quote this week, and I'd love to have your comments on it, is love starts with home sweet home. And home sweet home is love. Wow. I love that. Oh, my God. I've just got goosebumps because, <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it is our home. I, I've been teaching people that their body is their home, not just a, a body, not just a, a structure, but it's their home. It's where they reside. It's where they communicate, where, where they interact, communicate, all of these beautiful things. Cheryl, that's amazing. That's Thank beautiful. you. So I, the fact is everything starts with home. You are your home, and what you have inside is what you're going to project. And then, as we all know, what we project is what we attract. Mm-hmm. Phil, as always, I love getting down under with you. <laughs> well, I love, I love being, coming from down under up there with you. Have a great day, Cheryl, and we'll and see I you And I look next. forward to your words of wisdom next week with me right here on Philotalk. Stay with us because there's a lot more to come. You're going to meet Dr. Stephen DeWitt as we discuss how you can transform your sex life. And it doesn't matter what age you're at and what stage you're at. The fact is, you do have the right to a good sex life. It is not a privilege. And we're going to give you some tips on how you can do just that. And I'm going to share that too as well with my Labors of Love this week coming up right here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. Stay with us. You're listening to the Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network. What is your level of sexual expertise? Want to find something new? Listen for Sisters of Sexuality every week on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. There's no judgment here, and every topic is safe and sex positive. So we'll explore them together. It's time to push your sexual boundaries and try some new experiences with your hosts, Taylor Sparks, Parrish Michelle Blair, and Jet Setting Jasmine, with Marla Renee Stewart and Tiffany Janae. You won't want to miss a single show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. You are listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at CherylBesner.com. That's info at Cheryl, B-E-S-N-E-R.com. Now, back to Pillow Talk. 
We're here. I'm Cheryl, your relationship coach, and this is Pillow Talk with Cheryl. And we are now going to be discussing how you can transform your sex life. Wondering, what do you think? And it's a question I asked on Facebook today. Is having a great sex life, not just a good one, we're talking about like super great sex life, a privilege or is it your right? And it was really interesting because I asked that on Facebook and you did respond to it. And later on in the show, as always, I'm going to give you some of the feedback that I got from you because that's what this show is about. It's about you. And I want to remind you, follow me on Facebook, Cheryl Besner, or Pillow Talk with Cheryl, because that's where I ask you these questions every week. And it's really important that we communicate with each other and share how we feel. So share with share. So follow me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, be part of this conversation. And if you have any questions, by the way, like earlier on in the show, the Ask Cheryl portion, don't forget, you can ask me any question and I will respond. And if I don't know the answer, because guess what? I don't know everything. I will find the answer for you because I'm connected with experts from all over the world like today. So now I want to introduce you to my guest. His name is Stephen DeWitt, and he is a sexologist. He's graduated from the American College, and also he is now in Toronto, and he is here to really help us, guide us through the transformation and how it can happen, because it can. So welcome to the show, Dr. Stephen DeWitt. Hey, Cheryl, it's great to be with you. Thank you. Thank you. And, and by the way, I, I do want to t- discuss with you a little bit later about your Sex by Design online course that people can be part of because Sex by Design is kind of like what I talk about all the time, which is relationships by design. Design your own love life and it doesn't have to match anybody else's. So thank you very much for coming on today. And, you know, I asked people if they thought on Facebook today, if they thought, you know, a good sex life or a great sex life actually is a right or a privilege. And I know you have a thought on that. I know how I feel about it. So let me ask you, right or privilege? Um, one of the tenets that I really believe in is that it's a right. And um, so many people I find think it's a privilege. It's a privilege when I was younger, when I was thinner, when I had more hair, you know, uh, when, I, when I had a partner. When I uh, was married, when I was straight, when I, you know, whatever it is, you know, people have this thing where it's, if we think about what's sexy or what a great sex life is or between two people, we have an image. It's usually like younger, fit people. And uh, the reality is, is there's a lot of people that don't fit in that very, 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 very narrow, excuse me, definition of what sex is and it's like oh it's for them or oh it was for me at one time and i'm like no like this is something that most people want for their entirety of their life but they don't know how to access it because we've grown up with such a very narrow definition of what great sex is or how we can access it so I and isn't like what great sex is different for each person because some people great sex is you know the 50 shades and for other people great sex is very tender and short and for others it's short and quick and and fun and flirty i mean and it can change from day to day but not everybody thinks as great sex in the same way right 
Absolutely. Each and every person. I always like to say that we have a unique sexual fingerprint. So what works for me is not going to work for Cheryl. It's not going to listen to, you know, for all the listeners that are joining us. It's going to be very different. But not only that, one of the most important things that I like to share with people is we sexually evolve. So what works for me today, what I really love, how I like to express myself sexually, how I like to connect with my partner sexually is going to probably be different in five years. Heck, it was, it, was, it was different five years ago when I was looking at it. But again, we can have these blinders on and be like, this is it. I would never do that. Oh, my goodness. That's mm. Like, that's way outside. It's gross. That's perverted. Whatever. And then in five years, maybe like, hmm, that would be something that I'd like to explore, spice up. But again, we have those blinders on. And it's like, should I do that? That's bad. And we got guilt, shame, fear that comes up. But yeah, it's going to change for each person and throughout their lives. And it's interesting also because, I, you know, I work with, I, I work extensively with people who are coming out of relationships long term. So they're in their 40s, their 50s, their 60s. And it's interesting because sometimes when we're talking, you know, a few months into a new relationship, they're saying, you know, best sex ever, best sex ever. And the fact is that they realize through conversation and, and through the work that we do with each other is that they held back a lot of their desires because they were afraid even, well, first of all, they might not have thought about it at the time. They might have still been, you know, in that immature um, part of a relationship that they never allowed themselves to grow out of. In, and when I say immature, the confidence to to stand in our in our mature adult being and ask for the things that we want because they were afraid to spook their old partners or ask for something new because then it creates the whole well what what's changed after five years or 10 years you want something new am I not good enough who's taught you something else you know it becomes a whole question as to whether or not you're trying a new partner and 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 they've you know enticed you into something new so there there's a confidence that comes with with knowing that it's okay to change and and also the other flip side is couples that say you know well we've been married 20 years what do you think you know sex is is vanilla now or it's ordinary or it's routine and i'm like no now's the time to really explore because you should trust each other in, in a way that you never have. And I think trust is so important. Like if you think of the movie Fifty Shades, right? That's what was built between the couple is she started to trust him to and, and allow herself to go. So what do you think about that? Um, so I would agree with you. And I don't necessarily think it's, um, or what I, what I see makes a difference with the clients that I work with is, uh, and, and you shared your experience of like people coming out of a relationship and they're in a new relationship. They're like, oh, my goodness, because they actually get to create something new with a partner. They get to learn from their past experiences. But often when we get in relationships and you said people have been together for 20 years, human beings by nature are creatures of habits and patterns. And people have what I call the same kind of sex dance that they do again and again. Like if, you know, we, we sit there and think and I invite, you know, the listeners to think as well, like. When you think about sex with your partner, what does it look like? There's usually a set, well, I do this, and then they do that, or they do this, and then it moves to this, and then I put this here, and we do that, and then we cuddle, and then we go to this. You know, there's, there's a pattern that we have. So after years of time together, we can get, you know, kind of caught in that base of all, always relating to our partners that way. 
um, thinking that we know what our partners are going to say. We know what our partners are going to do. We know how our partners are going to react. So a lot of the work that I do is looking at how do you start shifting those conversations and opening up those conversations and have them be natural, healthy parts of a relationship uh, early on, if they're early on, or how do we start implementing those conversations in our regular weekly, if, if not you know, uh, monthly at the least, conversations about sex. So we can do those things of like, hey, checking in, like, where are you this week? What's been working for you? How are you feeling? What are the things that you really enjoyed? What were the things that you were least comfortable with? And really having those conversations to start shifting the dialogue and start shifting how people experience each other and break some of those patterns and habits. And sometimes it takes one person to to bring it to the forefront. And then you find if you do, the other person will slowly start to say, well, yes, you know what? I have fantasized about this or I would love to explore this with you or I'm, a, I'm afraid to try it, but let's take it slow, you know, one step at a time. So do you think that it's more common for the female or the male? When it, <laughs> you knew this question was coming. And I'm sure at home you're sitting there saying, okay, what's, where's this question going and what's the answer going to be? So here it is. Is it more the female or the male in, in a heterosexual co- uh, couple, the one to encourage or bring up spicing yeah. up the love life? Yeah. So in my experience, in my practice and, and you know, the studies and research that I've done, Women are the ones who consume most sex education. They are most open to it. And the reality is they are usually the ones that are reaching out first. And, you know, if I look at some of the dynamics of most men, and again, men in North America, which is predominantly um, where I operate and my, my business works through, is we have this thing that as a man, I am the greatest lover I have the largest penis. I can have sex. <laughs> and always, always please my partner. Right? Mm-hmm. Like this is who who I am as a man. And oh my goodness, God forbid, like that's not the case, or I can't do that, or I don't feel it. Then I like so much of my identity and my masculinity is wrapped up in sex that if something is not working or that gets threatened in some way, I don't I don't want to deal with it. Like, I would rather avoid it and pretend. Push it under the pillow, as we say on Pillow Talk. We put it under the pillow where we're trying to uncover our our bed a little bit here, right? So it's mostly women. And and there are men that come to me that are open-minded and are like, I had a wonderful conversation with an 82-year-old man last week, which was just phenomenal. And um, so there are, but, but predominantly it is women that are looking at things and starting to shift um, or wanting to shift what's happening in their relationship and being open to it. And I find most men that is, uh, that can be very threatening to them. And so there's a lot of work that I do uh, initially. And, and what's, what's beautiful about, and you may have experienced this too, is sometimes I'll start working with one partner and the, they haven't told the other partner for whatever reason. And eventually that, that other partner is like, there's something different, you know, <laughs> <laughs> same way and then that and then that second partner is like oh i want some of this and then they come on board 
and start working with me. And And together they're communicating about this. I want to tell you a funny story about an 80-year-old woman that you just clicked on something with me coming up. And I want to know, what do you need to know to make choice and change in your life? Coming up, I'm going to share a little labor of love about transformation and continue talking here with Dr. Stephen DeWitt about how to transform your love life. So stay with us right here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. Craving more from your sexy lifestyle? Search our businesses, services, blogs, articles, and videos. And keep in touch with us by subscribing to our newsletter, all on thesexylifestyle.com. Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized, the world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all, from feminists to Forbes. Go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure. Personalized. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Are you ready for clit-whispering healthy talk? Tune in to the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show. Founded and hosted by Dr. Maffei, Peraza Godoy, and Dominique Karetsis, this program will answer all of your burning questions in a frank, casual, and uncensored manner. We'll tell you what we know and improve what you know. Turn the lights down, grab a hot cup of whatever, and join us every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time for the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Thanks for being here. Pillow Talk with Cheryl Besner will be back next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. You'll want to make sure you're back for more great Pillow Talk. This is Pillow Talk with Cheryl, and I am continuing my conversation about how you can transform your sex life with sexologist Dr. Stephen DeWitt. So, Stephen... Just before we were talking about, and you were talking about one of your clients who is 80 years old, and they came looking to transform, right? And it was, it was a great story. So I invite anybody, if you, you're just starting the show now, to go back and listen to it because it was great information. And I, I just wanted to share with you, Stephen, I had a woman on my, my show, Solo in the City, around two years ago, and she was 84 years old. And I said to her, you know, what are you interested in? And she goes, you know, I would like to have somebody in my life again. And, and her daughter, by the way, was sitting in the studio watching and listening yep. to the show. And she goes, I would like to have somebody in my life again. I'd like to wake up and find somebody's slippers underneath my bed. 
<laughs> and I thought it was so cute. And the daughter's face, you know, she, you couldn't see it obviously on the radio, but her daughter just like brimmed with pride actually. And she goes, yeah, you know, I, I, I got married again when I was 70 and he passed away and, and I miss having a warm body lying beside me. So again, sex is also different at different ages and means different things to different people, right? Yeah, I do a, an interesting bit on uh, when I'm speaking to audiences, and I ask them, I say, by show of hands, how many people want to see two 90-year-old people having sex or can imagine that? And everyone's like, ooh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> now, how many of you want to be having amazing sex when you're 90 years old? And everybody puts up their hand, right? I know. It's this thing that, again, going back to you know, we were talking about earlier where sex is this very narrow thing where we have to be uh, like young and, and fit and have a particular body and, and our body responding the way it quote unquote should do. And reality is this wonderful spectrum to be able to explore and expand and connect, you know, till the last, you know, days of our life. No one, no one died saying, gee, I had too much great sex. <laughs> no, and I don't think anybody ever will. And it's interesting what you're talking about also about the beauty and the, and the body, because if you think back, I mean, it, I was just recently in Rome and I went into Villa Borghese and all the, the masters, all the women are Rubenesque because the fact is back then, you weren't skinny because if you were skinny, you were undesirable. And, and it also meant that you had no money to eat. So, you know, the more wealthy you were, and I'm not comparing beauty to wealth, but I'm just saying the more wealthy you were, the more you ate and the more people thought you were beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you walk around and you see all these paintings and sculptures from all these masters, and there is not a rib to be seen or a hip bone to be seen. Yeah anywhere so I, I wonder where where we switched and became so you know conscious of the fact that we and, and equate thin and beauty on men and women with being entitled to deserve a great sex life yeah it's interesting I, I pay really close attention to the different narratives around the human body and even some more more recent examples is the dad bod for men Right. Mm-hmm. right. I never heard that term before, but the dad bod. And then even in the last couple of years, the hyper focus on women's butts and the size of them. And, and before, like if I go back 10 years, 15 years, it was women's breasts. So it, it's interesting how as again, and this is more so in North America, our conversations around human bodies, what's acceptable, what's sexy, what's sexual you know, evolves over time. And I think one of the things that's, that's pushing it, or it's more present for me at least, is, you know, social media, the, uh, the Instagram, the, the visual stimulation that we see about, oh, well, who's, who's popular? Who's got the most followers? How are they getting that? What, what body types are they embracing? And uh, that can be, you know, empowering at, 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 for some people who have those body parts or body types, excuse me, but also can be disempowering for people who don't. And so that's Mm -hmm. one of the messages, you know, around body positivity is regardless of what your body looks like now, what it looked like for, or potentially what it could look like in the future, sex is something that's important. It's healthy, it's beautiful. And it, it doesn't matter the vehicle that, you know, you're in to get there. It's something that, you know, you can create with someone and, and really enjoy. Well, sensuality and well, sexuality link 
completely with sensuality. And the fact is the, the older you get and the more mature you get sometimes is when you can reflect and you go inwards and you discover more of your sexual appetite and you, it, it brings out your own sensuality and how you want to present it. And I know for myself, I mean, when I was 26, I had a rockin' body. I mean, it was, it was great, but it's not the same as it was. My skin texture cannot revert itself. And, you know, gravity takes over on all of us, male and female. But the fact is, I know that I'm, I'm a better partner now because I'm also listen more. I listen to my 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 body I listen to my partner's body and and I'm I'm more open because I'm don't have all these hang-ups anymore so that provides a better a better bed let's go right to the better bed um for us to lay down in mm-hmm. and and to lay down our our desires and 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 ooze what we want and what we need in our sexual life so do you think that it's it's women who are more attracted to, you know, the perfect body or, or put the pressure on themselves for the perfect body versus the male looking at the perfect body? Because from my experience, Steve, men, when a push comes to shove in the bedroom, they don't really care as much about the woman's perfect body as the women think they do. Yeah, and, and I think that goes that goes both ways and it depends it's also it's independent for each person each you know subculture you know there's different things that are are going to be you know the the sexy part and um what people are attracted to but what i always like to share with people is is you know if i look at myself my body and my sexuality is one 180th of of who i am as a whole complete person it's one little sliver of it so the person who's attracted to me is attracted to me because they like guys who shave their head and um, have straight teeth and wear blue shirts and are six foot tall and 230 pounds and have a particular build and my personality and my energy and my passion and all that other kind of stuff. And the sex in my body is, is part of that. Right. So we can get so caught up in um, what sex looks like and what our bodies look like. We often can miss out on like why we have sex and we have sex to be able to communicate attraction, love, fun, power, intimacy, uh, authenticity, all these wonderful kind of things, but we can get caught up in, Oh, like, is our body this way? Or is their body this way? Well, like I can't do that. And you, and, and people miss out on really the reason why and the importance of connecting sexually, because we're so focused on what it looks like or what we look like. So every, every show, I like to give a little labor of love um, from myself to my listeners. And today, what I wanted to share is the ABCs of the labor of love or the transformation of love. So think about this. Write it down. A, B, C. And A, the first thing I want you to really think about and write it down. It doesn't matter if it's pages or a list, however you want to do it. I want you to, the A, is abandon yourself to your authenticity and all of the fantasies and everything you want to create in your sex life. And, and just pour through it. You know, writing sometimes when we see what we want, we can own it better. And it doesn't have to be done in five minutes. You can do it over the next few days. But that's the A. B, be brave enough to go beyond your insecurities and be vulnerable to what it is and to the barriers that are stopping you. 
and write them down. What is stopping you? What's holding you back? Are you afraid that your partner is going to leave you or be afraid? What is it that's holding you back? So be real authentic with that. And the C, that's when you communicate. Communicate your true desires and make it in an intimate setting. And it doesn't have to be next week either. You know, take your time, own all these different parts, the A and the B, and then enter the C. And that's communicate, communicate, communicate with your partner. And you can do that in a very loving, compassionate, needy way because these are things that you need from your partner and you need for yourself. So share that. So there's your ABCs and your labor of love for the week. And I hope you all take some time to do that. Okay, sorry, Steve. I I love, you know, every week giving people actual tangible things that they can do. And do you have anything to add to that? Um, I I mean, I really like, I actually wrote down the ABCs. (laughs) What are your ABCs? Um, The one thing that I would build on uh, just with the C communication, because that's, you know, I think communication is the most important component of a great sex life. And you're talking about, you know, being authentic and and sharing, um, uh, you know, to open up that conversation. And a lot of the questions that I get is, is, well, Stephen, I I really want to know what's going on for my partner, but I I don't know how to have that conversation or how to, to start that conversation. And um, it could be awkward or uncomfortable. And I share a really powerful communication tool called the LIDA technique. So it's an acronym, which is L-I-T-A. L-I-T-A, okay. L-I-T-A, yeah. There's four steps to it. And it's how do, how do you open up that conversation and have that without that person being like worried of like, oh, they're going to leave me. They're going to love me anymore. They're cheating on me. They're, I'm not sexy, whatever that world is. Um, so L stands, you want to start off by sharing what you like or love about that person and or the relationship. Okay. Okay. A stands for important. You want to share with them what's important to you. Like, you know, this relationship is, is really important or us being able to talk about things or us creating a future together is really important to me. Right. The t- is the topic that you want to bring up. And the, and the A is? A is, there's two parts to the A. You want to ask them if they're open to having a conversation because they may not. They may have gone to fight with the boss, whatever. And if they're not, say, great, when would be a good time to talk? So that's the first part of the A. And the second part of the A, you want to ask them for their feedback. So it becomes a co-created conversation, not just you putting out there what's there for them. That's great. Thank you for sharing that. That's something new for me. I didn't know about the Lita. Coming up, as always, we're going to find out what makes you tick and the answers that you had about Facebook. And I'm also going to ask Stephen to share a little bit about himself with us because this is one big happy family and a community. I'm also going to then give you my sweet whispers of inspiration for the week with my very intimate pillow talk from my heart to yours right here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. Stay with us. Sexy is back and we've got it going on all the time here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Are you ready for your erotic journey? Join host Lexi Silver every week for SDC's Seek, Discover, Create, the radio show. Whether you're new at this journey or well-traveled on the sexual road, we'll help you find your way with guest experts and hot topics about sex, relationships, and your health. You can also connect with the communities of SDC.com for even more advice and discussion. Listen every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. 
Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. Listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at CherylBesner.com. That's info at Cheryl B-E-S-N-E-R.com. Now, back to Pillow Talk. I'm Cheryl, and this is Pillow Talk with Cheryl, the show, intimate conversations about life, love and lust and your comments on Facebook are always very very valued by me and I always like to share them and I'm going to do that as we sit and continue talking with Dr. Stephen DeWitt from Toronto who is also uh, the author of a book by the way and he wants to share that with you so Steve what's the name of the book? Uh, great Cheryl so the book is called The Sexual Freedom System Winning the Inner Game of Sex and it's based on the primary tenet that the most important sex life you'll ever have in your life is the one that you have yourself. And once you develop mastery of that, then being able to share that with the people that you love, your partner, your partners, is so much easier. So okay, so, so just, I, I gotta interrupt you right there. Yeah. I'm, I'm really sorry, because I'm gonna forget this question um, that just popped into my head. Why, like, why do so many people, mm-hmm. and they do, because mm-hmm. even when, with the, the clients that I coach, when I talk about, finding out about what it is that they want and how they have to find out. Why do people get so freaked out with the concept of self-exploration and masturbation and oh. uh, all those, you know, well, that's it, self, self-care, <laughs> self-love. Yeah, so it's um, a couple things. I think we've grown up, again, in North America, I'm going to generalize in a very sex-negative society, right, where there's a lot of shame, guilt, and fear, and especially if we go back you know, older generations of people, um, there, there hasn't been the conversation that it is healthy, it is natural, it is normal. There's also, you know, a, a common cultural narrative about like joking about it or making fun of it or, hey, that's what you do if you don't have a partner. Where, mm-hmm. you know, the things that's so important is like, it, it's whether you have a partner or not, this is, again, that relationship that you first started out exploring sexually. You know, inside the book, it's, it's, it's more about, I mean, it's not about masturbation. It's about how you develop, um, like, what were the messages that you received early on in life that impact you now sexually? Which are the right. ones that support you? Which are the ones that don't? And how to deconstruct the ones that don't so you can then be fully self-expressed sexually. So just uh, quickly, um, you wanted to share this book with our listeners yeah. and give them an opportunity. So how, how do they get a chance to grab one of these books from you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. So this is for Canadian listeners. Unfortunately, it's only 
um, for Canadian listeners, if you text the word book, B-O-O-K, to number 393939, uh, you will get a link. You click that link, you put your email address in, and I send you a book. So again, text the word book to 393939, and I'd be happy to send you a book. That's great. That's really fantastic. And maybe uh, we can figure out a way to uh, help our American and international listeners out there. And the other thing that uh, Dr. DeWitt offers is an online course. And this course is fantastic. It's, um, it, it, well, it's, it's how many weeks, this program? The 12-week online course that I developed is called Sex Life by Design. And it's specifically designed for couples who are stuck and frustrated in their sex life. And like, you know, we talked about that earlier in the show. Sometimes you get to that place and you wake up and you look at the person and you're like, how did we get here? And how can we don't have that connection? Or maybe we've never had that connection, but I I want this to be part of our life. So it's specifically designed. It's 12 weeks. I go through the the four steps of the sexual freedom system inside of that. So that's developing sexual self-awareness, developing sexual self-esteem, developing sexual responsibility, and developing sexual self-expression. And so it's a 12-week deep dive. Um, People can do it together with their partner, or they can do it independently without their partner and still be able to produce phenomenal results. And it's, it's highly effective, and it's something that... You know, some people like working with me one-on-one. Some people love coming to hear me speak. But sometimes it's, it's a really private thing that people just kind of want to take that and do it on their own pace in their own home. And that's why I developed a Sex Life by Design program. Amazing, amazing. So thank you for sharing both those things with us. And hopefully um, if you're out there and you are having an issue and are challenged with the concept of transforming your sex life, well, you might want to consider doing that. Now, um, I did throw it out there on Facebook and it's really interesting because I asked two different questions. And one of them was, is a good sex life a privilege or a right? And it was really interesting when I asked it that way, I got much more response than when I asked, are you happy with your sex life and what would you change? And it was interesting because, you know, it reminds me of social media and how people, when it comes to really talking about themselves um, versus, you know, an esoteric question like, is it a right or a privilege? Just which do you want to weigh in on? How much more response I got? So it, it, it just clarified, you know, how we sometimes use social media and we only put out the good stuff and we don't want to really reveal too much. So if you're listening, you might want to think about that. Like, what is Facebook and what is social media and why don't we just put it all out there? But um, we did have some responses and, and it was interesting when it came to the writer privilege, uh, some people did say it was a right and quite a few people said it was a privilege, mm. right? And and uh, it, was, it was more on the privilege side where... It really is our right to have a great sex life. It shouldn't just be something that's, you know, for the odd person out there who is privileged enough. It's about creating it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's sad, but that's one of the things that we work on with people. It's, it's not something that a select few have access to or should have access to. This is something uh, is a basic human right, you know, to be able to be, uh, expressive in this way it's it's one of the you know things that have us standing here on you know two feet in a heartbeat because you know 
people had sex and it was our parents and may not want to think about that. <laughs> Very few people want to think about that, Steve. <laughs> That's how we got here. And, and it's, yep. it's been our favorite recreational activity since the beginning of time. So, so speaking of recreational activity, yeah, I have to ask you something that I do with all my guests, and that is to share um, an X-File, a story about your life, because that's what we're here. We're all here to communicate, yep. and, and we learn from each other, and, and the lessons that each other learn, we can share. So, would you like to share um, a quick little story with us? I, 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 I'd be happy to. Um, and this is one that, that I, I share sometimes when I'm, when I'm speaking with audiences, just because people say, oh, Stephen, you're a sexologist. You must be really great at sex. You must have a great sex life, all this other kind of Do stuff. Do you? Well, <laughs> Cut to the chase, Steve. <laughs> well, it depends what you define as a great sex life and what you can handle. I'll leave that there. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm a human being, and I've, I've, I've had bad sex, and it's, it's just part of, you know, who we are as sexual beings to have that experience. But the story that I want to share with you um, so it was, uh, when I first was, so this is an ex-girlfriend of mine, a, an amazing woman. We're still friends to this day. And it was the first time that we were connecting sexually and it was my birthday and she wanted to make it all about me. So we created this amazing experience together and it was, it was awesome. And then the next time we got together, I was like, well, now I want to give back to you. Now I want it to be all about you. I'm going to take care of, I pulled every trick out of the book. It was like all this amazing stuff sexually that we got to explore that I gave her. And, and afterwards, we're lying in my bed. And I say to her, I say, you know, how do you feel? And she says, I feel used and disappointed. Oh, boy. And so I'm lying there in my bed and my heart sinks to like the back. Like I can feel my heart and my spine. Like I'm just like, and I lay there and I'm like, what, what do I do? And there's two parts that I had. I could be like, I could get angry. I could say, well, blah, blah, blah. And I am this and you're this or whatever. And I was like, no, Stephen, that's not. So what did you do, Stephen? So I, I, I asked her, I, I said, or I could get really curious of what she means by that and what her experience was. And I did. And we talked, we had that communication. We we're able to create something amazing. And then we dated for two years and it was amazing sex. After amazing. That. Love yeah. stories. I love stories like that, that end well. Anyway, Stephen, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, everybody can find you on, on, at your email, correct? Yeah, you can email me, Stephen at drdewitt.com, Instagram at drdewitt. I'm all over the place. Come say hi. We will come say hi. Thank you so much, Stephen. Really appreciate you sharing with us today. And now, as always, it's time for a little pillow talk. This is the time of the show where I just reach out to you and share thoughts and, and some words of inspiration that I hope you will enjoy and kind of pull through the week and reflect on and see if it resonates with you. And um, this is where I am today. And it is, I am. I am one with the universe. I am one with me. I am courageous, even in my fear. I am strong, even when I feel weak. And I am loyal to my convictions. I am valuable and value life. I am kind to myself and to others, and I am compassionate to all living beings. I am respectful and respected. 
I am trusting and trustworthy. I am all the colors of the rainbow. I am authentic and seek my truth. I am unique in my being. I am inquisitive as knowing is growing. I am forever adapting to change around me. I am embracing life lessons learned daily. I am dancing through my life one step at a time. I am capable of greatness. I am manifesting my true desires. I am walking the walk and talking the talk. I am living my purpose. I am who I want to be. I am living as I am. And I hope that sits with you and and brings things to the forefront with you as you think about it during the week. And that's what that moment is all about. Just taking a few moments to think and, and to provoke thought and possibly change if you want to. And every week, I'm going to share that with you. And if you want these words, you can play this back again, or you can also go to CherylBesner.com and go to my blog, and they're there every week for you. So hold that, and I look forward to sharing more with you next week. As always, you have to remember that you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, because that's where I'm going to share things all week long with you. And I hope you interact with me and send me your questions so I can respond to them. That's what I'm here for. You can also reach me, 844-744-SOLO. That's my love line, as I call it, 24-7, and I get back to you within 24 hours. And practice the labor of love that I shared with you earlier on in the show. And don't forget, stick around. Don't go away. There is the station sponsors contest coming up and you don't want to miss it. So stay tuned for that promo. And between now and next week, as always, my wish is that you keep it simple and stimulating because we all know it's all about the kiss. I am Cheryl and this is Pillow Talk with Cheryl. Hey, sexy people, if you're ready to start your sexual evolution, we've got some amazing prizes to give away. Some of the great prizes include Womanizer, the most advanced pleasure product for stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms. SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience, warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. And we can't forget Throws of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket. Keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at info thesexylifestyle.com with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to thesexylifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like. Thanks for being here. Pillow Talk with Cheryl Besner will be back next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. You'll want to make sure you're back for more great Pillow Talk. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. 
Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized, the world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all, from feminists to Forbes. Go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure. Personalized. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now.